what I'm hung up on. Like, Jam, in all my years mining, I've never had a pizza party thrown for me. Welcome to CCRPG, where we open up our virtual table and play games with some good friends. I'm Bob, and I'll be running Lancer, an RPG by Miguel Lopez and Tom Parkinson Morgan. You can find it at Massive Press on itch.io. Today, the DBC crew embarks on a new mission. After meeting with a mysterious agent named John Smith, the group agreed to investigate the sudden loss of contact with a periphery settlement. The lost settlement is connected with the mining and retrieval of Iridium Alum, an incredibly valuable and rare resource. So valuable, in fact, that the existence of the settlement and resource deposit are a closely guarded secret of Manticorp, the client behind this contract. Now the DBC charts its course to the Jockafi system. With recent events front of mind, a new mission ahead, and the Corsac investigation of AO Station behind, Let's check in with our pilots. It's been about a day uh, since you've all left um, the system with Aos in it and started your journey to the Jockafee system. It's going to be about a week in transit to get there based off of the coordinates that were given to you all by John Smith. Uh, I told you all that I was going to give you a little bit of downtime on the way there. Uh, but first, why don't you all tell me what you're doing? All right. Uh, yeah. Um, so Comet is um, going to be continuing his uh, training with, um, oh boy, forgetting her name. Uh, Torse. Um, terrible. Um, and uh, he's going to be like running, uh, like, you know, hacking simulations with her and stuff and uh, just like uh, trying to keep his skills up to par uh, during the downtime while they're traveling. Okay. Um, now, did you think about ahead of time what you wanted to do as your downtime action on your trip out here? Um, well, yeah, uh, yeah, I was just sort of thinking like he would be training. Um, uh, was there other stuff? Uh, I should have been thinking about that. Maybe I forgot to do. Well, there's a, uh, yeah, there's a list of downtime actions that are like literal mechanical things you can do to get things like resources to start your next mission with bonuses. Uh -oh, um, looks like someone was a little unprepared. Why don't we switch to someone else? Uh, here's a hint. There's a thing called get focused. Yeah, I was just going to say, so, so Todd, uh, based <laughs> off of what you said, um, it looks like uh, we might be doing for you get focused. You focus on increasing your own skills, training and self-improvement. You might practice, learn, meditate or call on a teacher. Sounds pretty much exactly like what you said. Um, yeah, I was just pretending like I forgot <laughs> uh, that that was my plan the whole time. Definitely get focused. Mm -hmm. Good, good acting. <laughs> so um, name what you want to learn or improve. Um, okay, so can I increase one of my uh, pilot No, triggers? those are too powerful. Okay. Those things you only get from leveling up. Uh, if you give me, so like, let me give you an example. Um, a thing that Evelyn did in our test session uh, was she did a downtime thing that allowed her 
access to uh, like a plus two trigger to use technology to distract people, right? Like her her little improvised explosive that we used in the first mission, remember? Mm-hmm. So it's something on that scale. It has to be more specific and less general than the traits you get from leveling up, or it'd be a little bit too strong on balance. Yeah, that makes sense. So how about, um, how about, you know how I have that subject Activity enhancement suite um basically the cybernetic enhancement that he has built into his wrist that allows him to hardwire into things could uh-huh. he work on like improving the uh efficiency of his enhancements um maybe maybe give a sort of like a one-time boost or something um um like add add something like a consumable nitro boost to it <laughs> um that will uh allow him to uh uh you know better interface with whatever he's wiring into yeah hey, in um, my head i had an image of like this little spigot come up and him take this tiny little co2 can of nos and yeah. just stick it in there <laughs> absolutely you're like green flames it makes more sense out. than trying to charm it <laughs> Yeah, so uh, just from the suggestions from Get Focused, um, it says the action can be used to learn something like starship piloting, cooking, chess, boxing, history or etiquette. It should usually be a specific non-martial skill or something personal to your character. Um, So what I'll say is um, better use of your um, subjectivity enhancement suite does make sense for something to be getting better with. Um, and it makes sense that using that would allow you to hack better than someone just using a keyboard. So now that you're proficient in its use because of all this training, yeah, go ahead and go to your character thing in CompCon and there should be a section to like add a new skill trigger. Mm-hmm. You can just go ahead and put in you know, plus two for your subjectivity enhancement suite. Okay. And then when it comes up in, in narrative play, you can just, you know, call that out to me. Hey, can I trigger this? And we'll talk about it. Sounds good. All right. Well, that is uh, Astro. Uh, That's what he seems to be doing most of the trip there. How about the others? Uh, I'll go next. Uh, that'll give people time to look up that PDF and look through the downtime activities if they hadn't. Not saying that Astro <laughs> didn't, but uh, I'm not calling anyone else out either. Yeah, It might be page 50 uh, in the PDF, or if you're following along at home and you want to look through. Yeah, or, uh, or, go, or go into the hey. active sheet in CompCon and just, you know, click that arrow on the right-hand side and it brings it up automatically. Or, uh, if you're fancy like me, it's on page 53 of the giant tome I was shipped. Ooh. Oh, does it? Does downtime activity not start at 50 on the tome? Uh, yeah, uh, downtime actions is on page 53. Downtime itself starts on 50. Got it. Yeah, so the actions start on 53. Cool. Um, all right, so I'm specifically looking to gather information about where we're going. Um I don't really have anything much fancier than that. I'd like to know, I guess, about any people that are there, settlements, what, anything I can find out about them, or if I get lucky, any kind of information about complications that we don't know about, that kind of thing. 
Damn it. <clears throat> you took okay. Um, so I got you there. So the things I need from you, uh, and you already gave me half of it, is subject. You want to know more about the settlement you're going to, the people there, the stuff that's there. Basic information, you know, right. planning ahead stuff. And I assume we have a database of information that I could look through for something like that. But um, so this is why I need you to name your method as well, because very specifically, um, this settlement is not in public databases. That's basically like the whole point of right. it being a hidden settlement. So if you give me a convincing thing. thing you could be looking into to find this information, we can move on from there. <clears throat> Um, do we have the ability to communicate with them? Like if I were to send signals there? Okay, if you want to, yeah. Uh, let me put it this way. There is a way, uh, and we've come to this one or two times in Astro's stuff. There is a way to send non-delayed messaging directly to something that's a few systems away, but it's costly. Like it's an expensive thing to use and it's not super available. You can you can log into that service basically, um, you know, while you're in one of the systems. So like in your next stop, right? Like so basically you're skipping to the system you're going to. It, what it looks like is it kind of like you go to the edge of a system. You, what, like you you charge up the engines, you tunnel for a while to the next system and then you land at the edge of the next system. And then it takes you a little bit to like get ready for the next jump in the amount of time where you're just kind of like sitting in a system. You could do this. Um, just know there is a nebulous concept of using this resource costs you guys money, but that is not anything that's going to come up unless you abuse it. So like using it now and again isn't going to make a big impact. Well, I don't have anything too impactful. So I don't think I would do something like that because I don't have much of an idea of like how I would get information that way. Uh, like if it was like free and I could cold call people and be like, hey, how's it going? I'm Jim, your you know, fucking car dealer, and I'm just calling to check on your warranty. Uh, right. Yeah. You know. Um, so you could attempt to place calls in direct to the settlement. But also on top of that, remember like the problem in at the beginning is that Manticorp lost communications with this settlement. So, like, I imagine this is something they would have attempted to do as well. Um, but you know, there are there are other conceivable ways I could see you getting access to this information. And just to like put everything on the table, like if you wanted to try and rummage through um manticorp databases to find that information or if you want to have access to those in some way not legally not, uh <laughs> yeah legal is a very flexible concept when we're talking about the megacorps um would they say it's illegal i don't know um all right can i I, I, I like where I'm headed with this, but I want to change it, if that's okay. Absolutely. I want to switch that to get connected, and I want to try to connect with someone in Manticore. Cool. Um, yeah, that's a great idea. To, to, to get information, if I can. 
Okay. Yes. So um, the way this works is you need to name your contact and then roll. So who are you contacting? I'm Melissa Longfellow. Melissa Longfellow. Let me make notes. Thank God it's not Frank Frank Lyon. Now, for one of these rolls, it is a flat D20, no grit or anything like that, right? That is correct. Okay. And why does it say on a 20 plus? Uh, there are things that could modify these rolls. Gotcha. Uh, I rolled an 11. So basically, uh, I it yes. according to this, it works, but I have to do a favor or make good on a promise afterwards. Yes, and what I need from you is, who is Melissa Longfellow? Um, I would say she is someone that I'd served with in the past for a little while. Um, and while I were aware of each other and there's a little bit of that there, it's, it's not like a close relationship. Um, uh, kind of a, um, yeah, like, a. I, oh, you were there on that hill that day too, right? Yeah. It's, uh, what do they call people who, you know, in passing through work relationships, man, I'm sorry. Yeah, oh, like acquaintance. occupational acquaintance. Yeah. yeah, I guess acquaintance. Correspondence. I'll uh, don't worry. I'll remember it like five <laughs> hours from now when we're done yeah. recording. Sure, just um, blurt it out randomly. Yeah, don't worry. <laughs> I'll do. I'll do a pickup later when I uh, like can't sleep, and I'll come over to my audacity and I'll just record yeah. myself saying it. Cut all of this out and just <laughs> drop that in. Um, brilliant, brilliant. Um, like dedication right there. <laughs> Uh, so uh maybe maybe colleague was what i was looking for um but um so she's like moved into the private sector you think like she's someone who works for manticorp now yeah for her own reasons that makes sense all right um so i will play melissa longfellow uh let's see so you're right um get connected on a 10 through 19, your contact will help you, but you have to do a favor or make good on a promise afterwards. If you don't follow through, treat this result as a nine or less the next time you get it from the same organization. Um, so uh, to contact someone at Manticorp, you would have to use like a one time call of, you know, the. Yeah, but the, having like, a reason for it, advice. I would yeah, exactly. So um, you pull up, uh, you know, one of the visual screens and on the other side of the screen, um, after a kind of moderately length hold, um, you are eventually connected to uh, Melissa Longfellow. Um, you see that she is seated in what appears to be an office. It is apparently like her working hours right now. and she. Um, kind of like looks at the screen and and you on the other side of it um, as the connection comes in with a little bit of curiosity. Uh, hey Mel, I'll just kind of like wave with a smile. She like mimics your smile, but it's a little less genuine. Hi, uh, I haven't seen you since the service, right? Right, uh, it has been a little while. Um, I, things are treating you well. I've heard that you're doing okay there. Yeah, 
I am doing fine for myself. Um, how about you? I've decided to go a bit more freelance in my approach. Um, currently working with a, a Lancer team. Um, actually doing a job for your organization. Ah, okay. Um, is there something you needed? A reason I'm calling you? Yeah. Um, she, like, looks visibly relieved that you caught on, like, why are you calling me? Yeah. Uh, look, I, uh, we were picking up this job for, you know, you guys, but uh, it screams sketchy all over the place. Um, part of the reason I'm calling is, one, I want to know if the guy that's actually working with Manticore or not, um, he went by the name of John Smith. I'm sure you'll be able to find him quite quickly. Uh, and two, uh, I'll explain what our mission is. Uh, we're looking for this hidden base and make sure everything's okay, but if you have any information about it, I really help us out hmm uh, it's gonna take me some time to put some of this together i might be able uh, to look through our confidential databases and see what i can find out are you gonna be in one place for a while uh we're in transit now we've got a couple days to go uh, before we'll reach it there all right um I mean, uh, look, I can see I, what I can do for you, but this is an unusual request. And I don't want you to put yourself out or get in trouble with anything here, but uh, um, I'm concerned with the lack of empathy for anyone that might have been colonized to there, if you understand what I mean. I kind of give her a look like... Uh, how to describe it? Like, call me later. <laughs> no, ju just just like this kind of deadpan like we both understand the point i'm making she like nods uh at the screen i'll look into it and contact you back uh if i don't get you i'll leave you a message to contact me just nod and go Stay safe. Watch forward. Yeah. You too. And then the screen just cuts off. All right. Well, um, I would say after it's probably going to be a little bit before she gets back to you. Uh, I think probably what happens here is that after your next jump, um, you're kind of like at the next system forward, essentially. So like another day from now, um, you eventually get another connection request. Uh, and it is Melissa contacting you back this time. Um, when you sit down to kind of take the call, uh, she is on the other side of the screen. Um, she seems a little bit more on 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 point for this conversation sure. she, now that she knows like what's going on and what to expect. Um, hey, I was able to look into that information you wanted. Um, 
pretty, pretty secret stuff there. I well, it sounds like I know you're going there for a mission, so I don't know why they wouldn't give you some of this information unless they didn't want you to have it. So. Listen, I'll. I'll just set it right down for you. I can go over some of this stuff with you. But I need a favor. What's that? Well, after I started looking into this, turns out a. Uh, an acquaintance of mine. Is on that planet or was on that planet. I just uh, thought I lost track of her. Anyone I might know? No. Uh, someone I met after the service. If you're going there, I don't really know what's going on other than the official reports. So, if you find her, I want you to just make sure you can put her in contact with me. If that's, of course, still possible, I, I'll try my best. Um, I, I mean, I also don't know what we're really walking into, so can't make promises. But the whole right. reason I'm kind of getting information from you now is hopefully to save anyone and everyone that's there. Well, uh, <laughs> seems like you're going to have uh, some work ahead. Uh, she looks down at some documents on the table in front of her. I. So, uh, Iridium Alum, huh? Some sort of fancy rock. Yeah, uh, you could say that. You'd also say it's probably one of the most expensive materials in the whole sector. Um, they went out of their way to make this stuff obtuse. Uh, Jacophy system. Uh, looks like you're headed to planet NQ4 HD 1897-33B. I heard their beaches are great this time of year. She, like, smiles cynically at you. From what I'm seeing here, there's only one or two major settlements on the whole planet. The city and infrastructure that's built up around the spaceport and... Maybe a smaller settlement that's closer to the actual mine itself. That's a little bit hazier. It seems like there's requisition orders and buildings there, but they don't really give anything a name here. The settlement around the spaceport is called Flus Delta, but mm, I can't really can't really tell if they ever formally established that other settlement or if it's just like a miners camp. Okay. Says here that we lost contact with them about two weeks ago. It also says there's been um, a lot of reprimands, a lot of official reports of reprimands for some of the workers and leadership on the planet. Shit what I was kind of worried about. So are are we looking at a possible revolt? I'd say that was possible, but 
listen, Manticorp already used some of their long-range sensors and activated some of their assets on planet to look into it. There's... There's no one in that city. No, no life signs at all. No, I didn't say that. I said there's no one in that city. There's not a single employee badge left there. There's not a single tenement that's still drawing power from the grid. The entire city is dark. Uh, huh. That's odd. I'd say so. And, I mean, they've checked multiple times, or was it just once or twice? Over the past two weeks, they've checked seven times. So it's not like any kind of the tricks we used to pull to hide, either. Mm, it might be something different. It's hard to say. There's also reports in here of increased... Um, well, let's just call it piracy on some of the trade routes between uh, the planets and its nearest trade partner. Really just a resource depot for Manticore. But it doesn't look like any reports of outsiders being seen on the planet or at least nothing officially reported to Manticore by the people there. So, uh, we should expect to be careful on our approach then, I guess. It looks like, well, it looks like their spaceport should still have all the facilities you need to dock there. So you should be able to still land in the city if you want to investigate. Doesn't look like you're going to have a whole lot of luck refueling there, so I hope you brought enough fuel to get home. I assume that we have, but you guys are more than okay. Okay, you, you can double check that with uh, Avalyn later. But generally, you guys keep enough to like do like six or seven of these trips before needing to refuel. Good deal. You because you asked a question. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, I yeah, guess. I don't, I don't think I don't think Rock would know either. But that's probably something you'd look into like after this conversation. Be like, oh, okay, that's like one seventh of the amount of fuel we have. He's thinking, like, huh, I probably should have thought of that before we left. <laughs> no, you should just go rogue and say, like, no, we don't have enough. Just throw everyone off for a loop. <laughs> All right, well, that's more information than we had before, albeit it doesn't tell us too much, but it certainly helps. Yeah, this else? is, yeah, this is, I mean, just, this is weird stuff. That's why I decided to tell you in the first place. Do you, because uh, it's so odd. I mean... Do you have any kind of uh, ideas or feelings about what's going on here? I mean, you said you had a contact. Here I mean, point. I haven't talked to her maybe four years. All right, well, whatever's happening has happened in the last four years then, I suppose. I didn't even know she was there. All right, well, 
uh, I appreciate the help. Uh, well, I'll do our, my best to find her if I can. Just send me her data over. You got it. Uh, and uh, do me a favor. Hmm. Don't let this come back on me. I don't know what you're talking about. She just nods and terminates the call. Uh, I just like compile the information that she gave me into like a like a written form. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she, eventually she, uh, transmitted to you the the readings like um, so like she was talking about the various reports and stuff. Um, she with the communication sent over the seven readings that they pinged uh, Flus Delta with to see that there's like no active machinery. Um, so like there's actual um, like electronic reports and stuff that you can examine yourself if you want to. Um, there is also uh, a couple of basically like little little reprimand sheets uh, of various um, leadership and workers on the planet. So uh, eventually we can either do this now or we can wait until later. I'd like to uh, compile the information and kind of have a meeting with everyone and present it to them uh, and get their thoughts. And I wouldn't know probably heads or tails of some of the data about the machines and, and what Manticore got. So I'd probably ask someone else on the ship what they would make out of it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you can do that whenever you want. This is this whole, this whole trip. It's, is everything's happening over this trip. So if someone else wants to have this information before they do whatever they do, that's possible. Okay. Uh, what do you guys, do you guys want to do that now, or do you want to do your thing now? I think announcing that will tie into my thing, because I was actually going to do um, of gather information. It, it okay. doesn't impact what I was going to do, so go ahead, Chuck, then. If, you wanna, if we want to do this, and then you can go. Yeah, like I'm still kind of wrapping my mind around what I can do since I think Jade's got most of the information I was going to collect. But let's at least have that meeting. All right, so I'll I'll call you guys into like our meeting room, Torse as well if she's able, uh, and just explain. So I have this contact at Manticore. Um, here's the information I got. Uh, it's weird. Um, no machines there. Nothing on. They've pinged it seven times. Uh, I don't really know what to make of this, to be honest. It, it looks like a revolt. Uh, something. Would you say either? No people. Well, uh, no signs of people. So, no data cards getting swiped. No electricity in the city. Uh, if I'm understanding that correctly, no, no electricity or power, right, Bob? Yeah, um, there is no sign of any of like the employee like data cards anywhere in the city, and also no signs of anything drawing from the power grid. Um, basically, that information is relayed to you as various reading sheets um, that are basically like diagnosis system reports that uh, Manticorp ran on the settlement. Um, and that's what information that Melissa sent over to you. All right. So what I am leaning towards is it looks like some sort of revolt, uh, judging from the reprimands that had led up to it uh, and such. Uh, I don't know if they're 
hiding or trying to mine the minerals themselves and trade them off to pirates or smugglers or whatnot. It's hard to say. The other option that I can think of just offhand looking at this is that someone took the planet over and it's as simple as that. They moved the people in to where they need to be to work and that's it. And they're not running anything extra. It seems uh, like they they would have gone through a lot of trouble just to turn everything off. They took uh, over. I don't know. I mean, yeah, how hard how, how think, hard would it be to hide that signal? I don't know if any of that matters. For every time this this material gets mentioned, it seems to raise everyone's eyebrows, and they talk about how expensive it is. Sounds I mean, like uh, it's it worth is. whatever kind of trouble they could get in here. You wouldn't be piling them mech if you didn't have it. We didn't have that material. It's it's used in mech making then. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. It's it's a very important material. Our mechs would be useless without it. it. It's the power source. Well, there you go. Corporations well, go through a lot of trouble just to hide where their mining operations are. So, you better believe. That uh, if someone finds it, they're going to sell that information for a premium. One more thing. Um, on a confidential note before you all dig into this data here. We have to find someone there. Um, I'll get the data to you about her, but she was uh, related to the my contact in some way. She, she knows her somehow. She wants to make sure that she's okay. Uh, was she also sent by Manticorp? I didn't ask too many questions. I'll see what's on the data that she sends me. Um, okay. I I don't know for sure, but it certainly would make sense that if she's going there, that she likely works for or is it affiliated with Manticorp in some way. I don't think they're going to send anyone here that they don't have to. Well, it seems like we got a big mystery on our hands. Gang. Yeah. <laughs> This in my mind, I'm just imagining um, uh, from the movie Serenity that that city they go to that's all oh, abandoned, yeah. where the uh, Reavers come from. Is that that was the movie? I think right. Yep. Yeah, yeah. the movie. Mm -hmm. That's what I keep thinking of. We're not. Big we're city. not on the mystery machine. If there's space, Reavers, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm betting there are Reavers. Well, uh, that's um. That movie didn't have a high survival rate for pilots. So. <laughs> oh god! Oh wow! I mean, it's true. Wrong, but wow! It's probably been over ten years. I don't remember exactly when the movie came out. Probably fifteen, if I had to guess. Still too soon. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it'd always be too soon. Too dick! How dare you make me care so much? <laughs> um, I can probably work off of this if. Um, if you don't mind me going next, Jeremy. Go right ahead. So, I'm thinking that, um, so, I was actually planning on doing something similar to Jay, but I think I can spin this to do something a little more unique. Um, I could see that maybe, um, 15 years, okay. Um, uh, sorry, I got distracted. Uh, so... We noticed. <laughs> it's very easy, apparently. Um, so, Evelyn's looking through the docs, and she sees a name that kind of jumps out at her, and it's a, um, Maybe like one of the maybe like uh, like an employee roster or something. Uh, maybe someone who's not, it could be someone who's not longer working there or whatever. But like she sees someone she might know and would like to see if you can get a hold contact with them. 
Hmm. You, if, like you can get a better insight in like maybe like the political climate or like what was going on leading up to uh, the planet going silent. So that is based off of the assumption that someone would have left the planet and would be contactable by you. Well, maybe not necessarily contacting that person, but maybe people, she, like she knows people who knows that person. So like maybe you can collect information around that. Okay. I'm trying to yeah. determine how how available the information you're looking for is to determine whether or not this is like a good access route for you. I was hoping to spin this in terms of like the um, word on the street um, trigger. So like I would imagine that like within like mining circles that people would know stuff. Like I mean maybe if I'm, I'm I may have a name. This may not be the name of the guy, but like Jerry. If Jer if Jerry's not available, like she probably knows people who know Jerry, and like that that whole circle of miners might know something. Okay, you know what? Uh, Jay, it's a bad idea. We can drop I it. I have a I have a question real quick. Um, so even though, um, downtime actions aren't like a like a mission uh check you can still trigger skills on them so jay you got an 11 so activating triggers is not going to get you over 20 okay i got a lot of triggers <laughs> just kidding yeah 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 do you have 10 worth of triggers if so you could not have failed that check um yeah uh so chuck when we do this you might also want to look at your triggers because i'll allow you to use uh, triggers to make your thing go better. Yep. That's why I was mentioning word on the street. I have that trigger. It's six. Okay, that's gossip. I, okay. Here is my suggestion. Uh, like an offer here for you. Evelyn also comes from a mining colony, right? Yep. What if you have people you know who are people who do shipping. Like, you know people who do shipping because they would come to your planet, like, stay a few days while they would, like, get their haulers loaded up and then leave with all the stuff you guys loaded in, right? Uh, and it just so happens that there is one of those uh, that you find out has been on um, the Manticorp payroll to, like, do the shipping runs to this planet. How's that? Yeah, that's, that's that works out perfectly. Sure. I think that's a good inroads there. So tell me, uh, what uh, downtime action are you using there? Uh, gather information. Okay. Okay. Um. So. Uh. So here's the thing with gather information. There's a slightly different tinge to it, um, because it kind of calls out things like. Conducting research, following up on a mystery, tracking someone, going to a library, going undercover. And I think what you're describing is a little bit more like what Jay did, which is get connected, like having a contact that you can talk to and ask something of. Yeah, that does make more sense. I was hoping for a little more deviation, but yeah, it does seem so, like it's... But, um, 
if you want to use gather information, there are routes I can give you that would give you like a gather information role. Things like uh, Jay just got a bunch of those reports like you could study uh, the the various reprimands and the sensor data that Manticorp went over or something along those lines. That'd be interesting, sure. But it's up to you. I, w- I want to make sure, you know, doing a social things available to you, doing a research things available to you. Just want to put your options on the table. Um. Actually, let's do get connected. I, I think it feels like it'd be more Evelyn's style, but it'd be just getting contact with the ship, shipping person um, rather than doing all this heavy research. Like, I think if she knows someone, she's just going to call them up. Okay. Uh, and uh, when you do a get connected role, um, name your contact. So this this could be a very terrible name. If you want to rename him, that's totally cool. Um, I just made up a name with it literally five minutes ago, uh, Jerry Mason. But is he a Mary Jerry? I, I just like the idea of just saying, like, hey, Jerry, Devlin. It's like having that initial, uh, like, you, real quick see, banter. You could, um, but Jerry Mason likes to go by jam. Damn it. <laughs> okay, jam. <laughs> Fine. I'm not going to question God. <laughs> uh, so you call up Jerry Mason. And you go, hey, Jerry is like, jam, please. I don't go by Jerry anymore. Come on. So yeah. one of those things where he didn't even turn around to look at the monitors he was calling or he's like, jam, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Hey, you see him like swirl around in his chair. Uh, what you see around him are various monitors. Uh, he is wearing like a little headset with like a like a almost like a little eyepiece that can like lower down over one of his eyes. Um, he is wearing a flight suit um, and he is fumbling with a sandwich uh, in what appears to be zero G as he turns to look at the screen that has you on it. Classic jam. <laughs> I never thought you'd have so much trouble eating a sandwich before. Ah, uh, Evelyn. Hey. Hey, I'll have you know that I would have already been eating this sandwich, but all of a sudden my monitor started ringing. Look, you know, you know, I'm just giving you the shit, right? All right. Yeah, whatever. Uh, what can I help you with? Yeah, I got a question for you. You might, you might know the answer to uh, what do you know about? I'm hoping I'm pronouncing this right up. Who's Delta? He like looks around conspiratorially. Go ahead and roll. <laughs> oh boy. So, uh do I get do I get a trigger on that? Uh tell me what you're triggering. Uh word on the street. Uh yeah, this is gossip. He's a gossipy guy. So if you're if you're looking for gossip, you can add a plus two onto your trigger. Gossip is his jam, right? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Jam's jam is gossip. He's gonna be a recurring character, oh, isn't he? No. Uh, I just saw Parks and Recreation. I was just jam. gonna say you got <laughs> like, jammed. Not... <laughs> you got jammed. <laughs> uh, I'm always scared. This guy has like foofy hair and has like the silky robe, silky Chinese robe. I think you're... I've never seen Parks and Rec. You're gonna have to send me a picture later. First of all, I, how I fucking ro- dare you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I rolled poorly. I rolled an eight. All right, on a nine or less, your contact will help you, but you have to do a favor or make good on a promise right now. If you don't, they won't help you. Oh, jeez. 
So Jam says, Listen, Evelyn, I don't know where you heard that name, but you best forget it. That's not something I'm supposed to be talking about. Look, is this, is this about the sandwich? Come on, you know me. This is... Why, why would this have anything to do with the damn sandwich? And as he's saying this, he's getting worked up and he loses his grip on the sandwich and you just see it spiraling over his shoulder as he like reaches for it. But he's like, you only now notice he's like strapped into a chair. So he has like very limited like rotational control. So he's like trying to like reach back with his hand and grab it, but he can't actually turn around for it. He's like, God damn it. I'll, I'll I, just fold my I'll just fold my arms and kind of like nod my head, like as you were saying. I have a question that I just have to ask: If he's in zero g, what's keeping this sandwich together? It's a tightly made sandwich. It, it's all it's all like um, Evelyn. As you peer closely at the sandwich that's rotating behind <laughs> his shoulder, you can make out that the sandwich is various pastes that are binding the sandwich together and holding ah. it taut. That's uh, see, going it's not, it's not with like a lettuce route. and ham sandwich with a bunch of peppers on it or something, Todd. Come on. <laughs> okay, okay. Fair I like enough. How, I like Hold how on. the sandwich has been the most detailed thing in the session so far. This is, before we move on, did any of you know there was an astronaut who stuck a sandwich onto a space shuttle and had exactly this problem. <laughs> I did not know that. This, I, this, I, this thing literally happened. He snuck a sandwich onto the ship with him, and he, w- he said something along the lines. He's like, hey, Joe, or whoever's with him. He's like, hey, Joe, check out what I have. And he pulls out this sandwich, and as he unwraps it, he realizes what a horrible idea that was as it just starts like floating away like all the pieces start floating off of it and he's like this was the worst decision I ever oh. made <laughs> that poor sandwich that's great uh, I guess back to the actual plot I'll say like look what, 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 what do I gotta do to get you to like give me, a, give me something at this come on well you know I hear there's been uh, a little bit of recent upheaval in your edge of the sector. I mean, it might have been. Well, you can't call me and ask for the business if you ain't gonna tell some yourself. Okay, okay, okay. And I'll just hold up my hands like, okay, so what? You're talking about an AO station? Is that what you're asking about? Yeah, were you there? I mean... Yeah, I mean, we were there for a bit. I mean, like, there's some stuff going down. Like, uh, and I'll just kind of scratch my chin trying to decide how much I want to actually say. Jam, like, looks at you, and uh, he says, Well, listen, I know some people at Manticorp who are real interested in knowing what happened there, because apparently it's some big damn secret. And if I'm going to get some more business and a little bit of, you know, little bit of jam sandwich uh i'm gonna need something to trade off gossip wise you know all right right. i mean look what do you want me to tell you like uh horsex showed up i mean i guess that's common enough knowledge i mean i think anyone on the i think anyone on the spaceship would have seen that happening uh come on if you don't have something that ain't the boring uh, stuff i could read in the magazines then i can't use it okay fine 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 
Fine. Okay. Look, there was a um, there was an attempt to take over the station. I mean, I don't know what they were going for. This is like there was just some kind of sealed vault, and um, actually, this by coincidence, yours truly helped take them down. I don't know what they were going after, but we stopped them from doing so, and we were never told what was there. What'd you do? What? I mean, just. Bunch of mechs, you know? I mean, that's literally my... That's my job description right now. I'm not mining. I'm fighting other mechs with my mech. That, that was you guys? Holy damn. <laughs> Wait till the guys hear this. Uh, is, is that is that more your jam? <laughs> you know it. <laughs> well, that's going to be something interesting to look into. Anyways, what are you looking for with Flu Delta? Look, all I know is, and I'll, I'll do the same kind of motion that he did about like being like shifty eyed, even though there's literally no one else here. Oh, he appreciates it. Yeah, this like, endears I'll... you to jam. <laughs> 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 Look, all, all all we know so far is that it's gone quiet. We don't know what. God, I'm, I'm doing the jam voice. I wasn't trying to. It just it just oh, sucks. It's real you in. hard not to do the jam voice. <laughs> I mean, look, all we know is it's gone quiet. We're actually being, we're going there to investigate, but it would really nice, it'd be really nice to know what's going on. Like, there's been some rumors about, like, some sort of, maybe some sort of revolt or, like, something that, like, something happened where it's just, like, it, there's no sign of, like, employees doing anything anymore. I don't know. Well, if, like, that's there was, damn like, some... odd. I mean. You're telling me. Last time I was there doing a pickup, I, uh. I did a little bit of R and R in that there uh, flu Delta city. Uh, I usually only stay near the spaceport, but uh, I could swear, you know, everything was going fine. But that was, you know, that was a month or two ago. I last ran that route. What you saying? Uh, what you saying happened there? I know I haven't been assigned to it again since. I don't know. That's why I'm asking. I mean, like all we know is we're being sent to investigate. Hmm, well, I can tell you what I know about it. Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you, I'll tell throw, throw me something at least. All not right, a, not a sandwich. see. What were some of the interesting things I learned about that flu stealth? Uh... Oh, uh, here's a nice one. Uh, they have uh, a bit of a, uh, what I would call a, uh, vermin problem they I have to not talking rats nah probably bigger than that else i don't see why i'm be so miffed about it okay what kind of vermin well i was talking to uh some guys at the uh you know the the local cantina and uh they were talking to me about the job they do they do these things where they deal with these they call them sonic resonators Say they uh, have to run the routes every day, you know, go around the chain, some big chain around the outside of the city, keeps things away. Hmm. So apparently there's something on that planet that they don't want in their city. Clearly. I, I guess I'll look into, like, what the heck, like, is this a common thing with song resonators? I don't know too much about them, to be honest. <laughs> Hell, if I know, that's why it sounded interesting. That's why I remembered it. Yeah, yeah, no, I'll, I'll that's that's definitely useful. And what else? They, uh, 
Elsa said, oh, well, one of them was saying that his boss was getting run up the flagpole by one of them uh, corporate uh, pen pushers saying they uh, they weren't meeting. Uh, what are them things called? What is? Yeah, quoters. <laughs> now, I, I know you know what a quota is. <laughs> Like a, well, the way he described it, it sounded like a, like a goal or like a, one of those, one of those things when you get a pizza party. <laughs> what? You know, when you do enough work and then they're like, oh, you did a real good job, Jam. We're going to throw you a pizza party. Jam is paid strictly in pizza parties. <laughs> I know, right? That's, that's what I'm hung up on. Like, Jam. In all my years mining, I've never had a pizza party thrown for me. Holy shit, you better renegotiate your damn contract. I mean, like, there's called things called bars, and they, they'll cover your drinks for the night. I think mean, that's, I think, equivalent to a pizza party, I suppose. Why do you think sure, I, I get that, too. I get, you know, I get, I get paid, I get, uh... I get, sometimes I get my drinks comped, they always cover my rooms when I'm staying places... But sometimes, if I beat out Earl in the monthly meetings, they throw me a pizza party. Uh, clearly, we're missing out. I'll have to give Astro a talk about that. Hey, you talk to your boss and you tell him you demand a pizza party. <laughs> you hear that, Todd? I want a, it's, I want Jam's job. I, yeah. <laughs> I think we need Jam on our crew, quite honestly. I think honestly. we do, honestly. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Just let's swap out Evelyn, bring in, bring in Jam. He's going to negotiate hard on his contract negotiation with you to get that pizza party. Hey, <laughs> I, I'm willing to cede some ground in that regard. <laughs> I think Jam will get along well with Astro Jammin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Um, all right, you got anything else? Or is, that what you, is that what you got? Uh, the nightly tap has good drinks. Well, you know, if we ever need to get a damn drink, uh, we will, we know where to go. Maybe all right, all well, I'm gonna try to extricate myself from this chair to go get my sandwich and get on with my day. So you take care. Yeah, I'll I'll give I'll send you um I'll send you some wraps that'll probably be a little easier to use than that sandwich. I'm, I like my sandwich. All right. Talk to you later, Jim. All right. See you, Evelyn. Yep. Hang up. And then I'll, um, I guess I'll have a similar meeting, uh, that, uh, Brock just had about, um, what I was able to find out. You mean about us getting pizza parties, right? Well, that, that's, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's that's item one. Item two is the I'll talk take it under jam. advisement. <laughs> Torse is nodding, is like, I haven't had pizza in like a year. We used to throw pizza parties when we'd wrap a film. Uh, that was always fun. Am I the only one who's ever had a pizza party in this ship? Uh, Wait, like maybe? ever? Like never <laughs> ever? Well, I mean, I mean, there was like you know the book club, like when you're like 
in elementary school. Okay, Evelyn, that settles it. We're having a pizza party when this mission's over. <laughs> Wait, as a kid, you had book club instead of pizza parties? Well, no, no, like, you know, you're really, I don't like, even know I'm, if I'm there, but I am now, I guess. <laughs> yeah, we're... This is actually it's a team the, meeting. Yeah. This is, like, your real-life experience here, but no, like, you know, you read, like, five books in a, in a year or something like that, and you get a pizza party. Your you ever had that? childhood sounds terrible. I'm so sorry, Evelyn. Oh, excuse me for being literate. Hey, we had a program like that, too. Um, but we had to uh, do, like, three presentations and two oral reports before we got our pizza party. That doesn't sound too bad. It's probably easier than reading books. Pizza party. Oh, we had to Universal read a reward. fair number of books to put together the presentations. Fair. Wow. Yeah, for sure. sure. book from a library one time. <laughs> Was it a good book? <laughs> I just kind of shrug a little bit and go, well, we weren't really given many books as kids. I'm sorry, but who has time for books? That's why we have movies. And or say, just on like, books. shakes her head. <laughs> and the movie is always better than the book. Come on, guys, this is basic. Oh, hmm. Well, I'll agree to disagree, and then Dine will just walk out. Corsay <laughs> says, is that what you said when you were out on the media tour for the novelization of your movies? Well, okay. it sounds like you aren't going to sell a lot of books that way. <laughs> I mean, you know, you have to be diplomatic when you're on those press tours, but everyone knows it. Come on. She I'm just walk out with she walks out. And as we're walking out, I'm going, we might be able to maybe like cook some rations and that might be like a pizza. We can look through the, the kitchen if you want. It's probably not the same. Probably not. So, good. The big takeaway was Evelyn never had a pizza party, and there's absolutely nothing else we need to concern ourselves with. <laughs> yeah, no, no one has to talk about any of the information Evelyn learns. <laughs> I, I will forward the other information, too. <laughs> All right. So, uh, then we have, uh, oh, yeah, because, uh, Astra, you already did yours, so, yeah, um, Dine. Yep. Uh, so, Dine happens to remember back when, uh, we were on AO Station, where he, uh, uh, had a problem with the mech, and it accidentally fired, you know, in the ship. Not that yeah, Astra that remembers whole... that. <laughs> it was that only one time. <laughs> <laughs> so during this time, Dine, um, let's see, what was this? I believe it was, it was going to go with either Get Creative or Get, um, I don't think Get Focus. I think Get Creative is more what I'm going for. Uh, but he wants to input, since he, since he uh, saw what the problem was, he wants to input, cr like create a software for like a one-time auto- I want to say auto adapt, but that's not the word I'm looking for. Like, um, a, a program that at least one time, if the problem were to reoccur, it would auto shunt the energy to another location so that he wouldn't have to figure out in a way in the middle of combat to deal with it. You wouldn't have to figure out which part of the ship is <laughs> most expendable. <laughs> yeah, shoot, shoot, shoot below. You should get like a like a, a, a jump. Like a, a oh, obviously jump. I'm going to shoot it above because I want a sunroof. <laughs> <laughs> now you think. 
Okay. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I think we can go ahead and make a get creative role for that. So you describe your project. Um, so now uh, we just need your role. Are you going to activate anything for this? <sighs> well, let me see if I even have any. Um, let's see. I have five. Not no. Uh, investigate. Investigate. I think research a subject or study something in great detail. I think Dine would have to investigate in order to figure out the precise cause uh, of what caused the energy shunt or what caused the uh, energy to overflow. I think so that's applicable. I think that's only part of your project, though. None of this is like material to the thing you're trying to build. In that case, I don't really have anything that uh, applies. Patch, stay cool, stay cool doesn't apply because I'm not under pressure right. to create this uh i am i'm willing to entertain the investigate but only if you really push for it because it's it's kind of on the edge um i think i'll pass okay um then yeah you can still go ahead and make a flat roll so roll on 11 all right. On a 10 to 19, you make progress on your project, but don't quite finish it. You can finish it during your next downtime action without rolling. Okay. But you have to choose two of the following things you will need. Uh, here is the options. Quality materials, specific knowledge or techniques, specialized tools, a good workplace. So which two of those four do you want to have to get before you can do this again? Me take a good look um probably specific knowledge or techniques because while Dying knows the problem, he may not have the knowledge to to solve the problem. Um I don't think quality materials really applies here. And the best word, I mean, it's a software going into a mech, so I'm not sure workplace applies. So probably specialized tools. Yeah, that's that's kind of where I am landing on this, too. Special, uh, specific knowledge or techniques, so you'll need to learn how to do this, and that's what you've started here. Yes. Um, and then the other part is uh, specialized tools. You'll need, you, you realize that what you're trying to do, it, your mech's already a custom job. You're yep. creating a custom on the fly solution to an already custom job, you're going to need either to fabricate like your own specialized tools or find someone who does very specific specialized work in order to move this project forward next. Right. Yep. No, I agree. Yeah. So just go ahead and mark that down on your sheet. We'll, uh, we'll do that. Like we've done some of the other, uh, downtime roles you've done before. Just keep track of that. You got an 11 on your get creative for the, uh, energy shunt. Uh, so it's going to be a project. So. Shunt. And I will add this SN. Yeah, because uh, the next time you do that on your downtime, as long as you have the materials, you just complete it. Basically, at the end of this downtime, you're like, okay, I think I know what I need to kind of do. I just need to look a few things up theory-wise to make sure I'm not screwing anything up. And then I need to get, like, 
blank tool that does blank to actually put it in and then I'll be good. Yep. Cool. All right. Well, uh, that is uh, all of your downtime actions. Uh, what do you guys do over whatever remaining days over your few days on trip to uh, the planet in the Jockafy system? Are you guys communicating with each other, talking to each other, doing specific things, talking about what happened recently back on Aos? Like where where are your guys' minds going into this mission? Um, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll probably be uh, talking to people and saying, like, well, I hope uh, Ren's doing OK back on Aos. Um, uh, Can you just contact them. Well, I'm I not sure. I'm them. not sure that's a great idea at this point. Yeah, it it seemed it, when when I contacted them right before we left, uh, seemed like they were dealing with a lot with the uh, um, uh, what's the name of the uh, authorities Corsac. over there? Corsac, Corsac, yeah, with Corsac there, just uh, just I, a little worried what Corsac's up to. I honestly think we should probably not contact them until we get back. I know it's been a few days, but who knows if they're still there. Yeah, I I agree. Um, uh, but uh, I assume assume whatever uh barrel was after in the vaults at Aos, uh, uh, they probably Corsac probably has a vested interest in that as well, and so they're probably, you know, checking up, make sure uh they didn't lose anything of value. That's my, a possibility. That's my wild guess, anyway. I, I personally think it's more likely uh, the information about that uh, mech that we encountered. After all, they did tell us to delete the data. Oh, that's true. That's right. I keep forgetting about that. Oh, right. Forgot yeah. about that. Unfortunately, unfortunately, we we did have to delete it, didn't we? We yep. did. Damn. We have no we kept no it. trace of what happened. <laughs> None whatsoever. <laughs> is, is Rock or Torse in the room? Narrator says, that's not true. <laughs> Little did they know. <laughs> um, well, at least at least we won't be uh, in trouble with them, I guess. But yeah, eager to get back and see where things stand. Oh, how do you feel about this mission? Uh, this this uh, is looking to be pretty dangerous, I would say. Oh, Got some looks... strange varmin. Uh, vermin. Vermin. Yes, whatever. Varmin. <laughs> Are we going out to where Jam is now? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, look, and... as long as, long as like, our mechs are in good shape, we'll just do the best we can and, you know, just don't die this time. Yeah, I wonder if I, I wonder if we could get once we uh get in orbit maybe uh we could do some like scans of the planet or something and see if we could get any more information before landing. I mean, that's what we did in, in a couple of my movies. Ships work like that? Probably, right? I'll, I'll I, I don't know if I'm actually I'll, there or not. <laughs> so, I don't know. I, I kind of want to say there just you so I can work on. I I just want to say to be there so I can look at her and say like, does it work like that? 
Huh? What? I, I wasn't listening. <laughs> she looks up from like a comic she was reading. Uh, can uh, we can we run some like scans on the planet when we get in orbit? See what we can find out. Oh, uh, yeah, biological I mean, scans, that sort of thing. I mean, I don't know what kind of ship you think you bought, Astro, but no, we don't have like a military biologic sensor on the ship. <sighs> Damn. Okay, well, it's worth worth asking. I mean, I was planning on, you know, running a few readings on the the city when we get close for a landing, but I mean, it's not like this is a survey ship. Well, any information we can get is good. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's that's what we'll have to do. So just the, like right up in the t itinerary for all of this, we got like what? And I'll just kind of this card counting off on my hand. Like one, we got to figure out what's going on. Two, we got to figure out what happened to this contact, which I assume we do eventually get a name. Oh, yeah, I have the name here. Um, it is uh, Gene Mariolis. Uh, and then three, we gotta find this bar that Anjan was telling me about. We gotta he said that they have good drinks there, but maybe maybe say that for last when everything's worked out. I mean, if no one's even on the planet, uh, I don't think the bar will be operating. I mean, unless they're drinking all the booze, I think a bar's always operating. Was that I mean, the? They, they could... We were all in that meeting, by the way, right? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna look at it and go, was that the takeaway of what the information you got from him was? Well, I mean, obviously there's the vermin, though, like, we don't have a goal to investigate vermin, it's just like, we know that there will be vermin there. Uh, did he say how, uh, the last time he was on the planet? About a month ago. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah? Right. I'm gonna say, if, if the bar is the lowest thing on our list of priorities, but hey, if everything just goes well and there's no problem, sure, we can hit up the bar afterwards. I don't feel good about our chances, though. Well, when we get down there, if there's pretty much no one on the planet, we wouldn't have a problem getting a drink at the bar, although... Been two weeks. I'm not sure you want what's there. Yeah, maybe. Uh, maybe assess like the a... situation once we hit the ground. Sounds <clears throat> sounds like a plan. Well, I have nothing else. Yeah, I, I would I'm imagine. I'm gonna go hang out in my room and watch a couple of my old movies. If anyone wants to join. I'm going to go do a quick check up on the mechs. The mechs are fine. Come on. I'll make popcorn. Dine starts walking out of the room. He goes, you never know. The mechs might make another hole in the ship as the door closes behind him. Then Astro thinks about that and he's like yeah on second thought maybe you should check up on the max <laughs> i mean i'm kind of our 
pilot, so I feel like I should drive the ship. But maybe later, Astro. I would right. imagine like it's on autopilot for most of the trip, right? Suit yourself, he says. Do you say that out loud, Chuck? I no, this okay. is this is Chuck asking because I feel like Evelyn would know the answer. Just you know, I don't always know everything that the character. Uh, I imagine when you're in you're in like jump where where we are, there's probably little to no piloting needed. That is, yeah, generally correct. Uh, as you're kind of like. It's one of those things where you get to the edge uh, out of the well and you're like, okay, I need to go to the next system over. You just kind of like set it so it can do the calculations, like burrow you in and line you up for the jump. Um, Like most of your piloting takes place in between like the edge of the system and going down the gravity well to like the planets and stuff like that. Um, So when you're when you're navigating actual space, that's all you. Yeah, makes sense. All right, well, yep, go ahead. I was just going to say, you know what they say about warp flight? No left or right. (laughs) Only going plaid. (laughs) Ludicrous speed! Go! All right, well, uh, if none of you have anything else for the trip... Uh, over the next few days, um, it kind of like is the you know, same thing. You guys are just preparing, doing the various uh, things you've done over the over the last few days. Um, and eventually uh, you'll arrive at the Jacofee system. Um, I assume that uh, Rock takes back control of the ship and starts piloting you down well to planet NQ4 HD 1897-33B. Uh, and eventually, uh, you get there, uh, as you approach the planet, um, it is, uh, very obviously a, um, how to put this, like, as you're approaching the part of the planet where you know you're going into land, uh, you can very much tell it's other than probably the, the settlement they made unoccupied because it, it just looks barren almost like it looks so empty from from you know orbit like even as you're like going down through the atmosphere there's like you see nothing it takes you till like it takes you like basically just monitoring the instruments the whole time to even tell you you're headed towards a city it, now we are landing uh, there's not there, i thought we were going to a spaceport yes yeah there is a spaceport there Okay. Is that what you guys want to do? We don't need to go to that spaceport, I suppose. We don't. Yeah, we don't necessarily have to land at the spaceport. Um, let's talk about this in characters. So, like, what what do you think, Rock? Do you, uh, should we land there? Should we land outside the city somewhere? What do you think's uh, um, safe given our situation? Well, we should at least try to radio in and see if there's anyone at the spaceport. Because if there is, then that might answer a few questions for us. But there probably isn't. Um, well, we're going to have to get closer anyway. State. If I'm going to radio into them, we're going to have to be closer anyway. Uh, and remember, I wanted to do a, a scan of the city from from what we have. 
uh, if right. we decide not to land there, we could always, you know, just take off and go somewhere else. But we're going to have to at least get within visual range of it. I think I was confused. I imagined a spaceport in in orbit, but this is this is a spaceport on planet. Yes, I I had that confused. Excuse me. I imagine this was an orbital spaceport. Uh, like, why aren't we going there first? <laughs> like, oh, no, no, no. Uh, spaceport as in uh, an airport terminal, but for spaceships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got that now. Uh, yeah. Then ignore me. Let's land in the city. <laughs> okay. All right. So on your way down through, uh, eventually uh, you guys arrive above Flustelta. Um, as you're pulling in, uh, Torse, like even through the crowd clouds, has already like started running her her um, you know her various uh, sensors and reports on the different uh, instruments of the DBC. Um, very quickly, she goes, "Okay, well, um, ping the spaceport." No response. Uh, scan of the city shows nothing. I'm basically getting just geographic data as if it's all terrain, which means there's no power in any of those buildings or else it'd be showing up as something else. I guess that means the sonic resonators are down. So the city's probably crawling with whatever these vermin are they wanted to keep out. You know, in retrospect, maybe we should have made one of those um, sonic resonators to keep uh, them at bay. What was that? What? Sorry? Uh, you got something? No. Me, hmm. She, like, very curiously looks at her data. No? Explain. I thought i did but i don't know was it a life sign i'm i mean i don't i don't know i'm i'm looking at like the energy readings for the city hmm that's odd for a second i could have sworn there was something there can you pinpoint where that was? I only for memory, I can probably guess a general area. Well, maybe we should do a flyover and see if there's anything interesting. I mean, that sounds like a plan to me. All right, Torse, t- talk to Rock. Tell him where he needs to go. Uh, all right, uh, Rock. She uh, sends a few things over to kind of like your your terminal uh, by your by your little pilot area there, um, and kind of gives you just kind of a, a small section of the city um, that she thinks uh, whatever this like ghost signal was might have been in. Okay. All right. So uh, as you do a flyover, uh, she pulls up on the main screen, kind of like the exterior cameras on the main screen so that you all can look at them like as you're flying over top of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it just looks. Dead, like it looks still like it. it's it's very 
very empty in the area below you. Torsey, could that signal have been a glitch in our systems? Yeah, yeah, it could have been. Well, it could have been, but it could have been something else. I I think maybe we should mark that location on our maps and maybe investigate it once we land. I'll uh I'll fix a point there. You'll be able to pull it up when you're when you're out out there. Alright, Roger that. Alright, so what are you guys doing? Alright, well, uh, I guess Rock take us in for a landing at the spaceport. Alright. Get suited up. Alright. As the DBC lowers down towards the Flu Delta spaceport, the condition of the surrounding city becomes even more apparent. The entire city has gone dark, and more, while most of the city appears to be just abandoned, some of it has obviously taken some damage, with large buildings collapse and fissures running through some of the streets. Wow, this is a lot happened here since a month ago. Yeah, I'm like thinking about that myself. Like, what could have happened in such a short amount of time? Something bad. Must have been some damn big vermin. Well, we don't think that maybe the this vermin was like what attracted to electricity, so everyone shut everything off. Hmm. Hmm. I don't I know. Mean, it's possible, I guess. It could be, or it could be whatever attacked them, um, cut off their power supply. So, here's a question. Should we head over to the power station and check that out? Or whatever the equivalent of the power station on this planet is. Um, Maybe we can gain some insight. That's not, that, that's not a bad place to look, yeah. I think we, we should check there if there's a power station nearby. And we should also check that area that Torse got the strange readings from. One other thing, Torse. Yeah. Can you scan for uh, geographical locations, specifically anything subterranean? I want to see if there's any kind of caves or systems like that. This isn't a prospecting or a survey vessel. I mean, I can I can run like a little a little mapping program over the surface, but unless it opens to the air, I won't get a sense of it. Okay, how about, like, we've got um, Omni-Tools. What if we set up some Omni-Tools and um, set them up in a few locations outside? Uh, maybe we have some way to, like, drill them down so you could ping them and use if... those to bounce off of it to find <laughs> tunnels? Now if... you're thinking, like, Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> and just modulate the phase so uh, it can pierce oh. the... <laughs> barrier use it to ping off of it's like sonar right if you can get them in the thing i'm trying to scan like if you are able like those fissures out in the street if you're able to get into a couple of different ones of those and get them down in there then i could probably run something through them and have the data come back to the ship to interpret i just don't know what that's going to look like until we do it 
I shrug and go, that's something to try. I mean, if there's anyone here left, they're probably in some sort of caves or shelter. We didn't see anyone moving on the streets. This place is abandoned, right? Yeah, that's what it looks like. Agreed, yeah. If we can get any information about these fissures and if they lead to any underground uh, areas, that would be very useful to know. Hey, Evelyn, where'd you put those readings that Manticorp took? Uh, wait, don't you mean, um, sorry. Yeah, yeah, I, I got them right here. Here you go. And I'll just pull them out. Yeah, she'll take them from you. I thought, I thought Brock took these. Forgot these. Oh, uh, yeah, she would have asked Rock for them then. Yeah, I uh, Rock, do you have those uh, readings that Manticorp uh, had? Uh, I would have handed them out to everyone back then, so she would have had a copy, but if she doesn't have one on her... I'll, she uh, she wouldn't have had it on her to bring in here. Uh, no. I can get you another copy. I don't have any on me at the moment. Yeah, when when you get a chance, I want to I wanna check some things. Alright, I'll do that. Uh, Evelyn, can you hook up some Omni tools to, like, I don't know, boost their signal or something so we can like leave them places. Uh yeah, sure. Give me a give me a little bit of time I can get the um get that rolling. Alright, I'll go get you your data and then start getting our gear ready then. Yeah, uh I mean your your stuff should all be good to go. I have I have all of my support uh stuff pulled up here. Just uh yeah, give me give me that data. I wanna I wanna start going over some things. Um, are we going to mech up here or? Well, that's up to you guys. I mean, they're ready. Um, it's a city, so you guys can probably go down the main streets with them, no problem. But if you want to go into the buildings and stuff, I don't imagine there's a lot of uh access points for the big boys. Clearly. Something bad happened here. I say we mech up I to do at least our initial survey of the surrounding area. Better to have them than not. At the very least, you'll get to where you're going faster. Getting there on foot's going to take you a while. I agree. I mean, we can always get out of the mech if we need to go in individually, but um, we should definitely bring them at least. I was just waiting for someone to give me a reason not to go in them, so <laughs> I didn't hear that. <laughs> so well, if you want a reason not to it's there is no reason uh, well so, so I mean you're going to be way more visible in them but in a city that's completely still we did just land a spaceship in their port so we've probably been seen if there's anything here anyway this is true what time of day is this uh, hard to say, but it's bright out. It's it's probably some equivalent of noonish. Yeah, I was thinking more like difference between daytime and nighttime. Yeah, it's daylight. <laughs> okay. Torse, uh, any idea if there's something resembling a power station uh, in around the city? I don't really have a map of the city. Um, it's not like they gave us, you know, their civil engineering information about this place when they gave us the contract and with all the power shut off the scans okay. are just reading them as buildings i mean we can make some educated guesses based off of 
where things are located and what the buildings look like from the outside, but I'm probably only going to be able to narrow it down. Well, we'll okay. Go with that. Well, let's see what we can get with our initial survey, and we'll work from there. She uh she quickly goes over the data and she marks out three different places that look kind of like more industrial areas, and she goes, well. Any of these look like they could be a power station or a factory or some kind of fabrication plant. Um, but you'll have to go in person to see. There's no way to tell with uh, all the power out. All right. Well, here's what I propose. I think we should set up the Omni tools. Uh, and following that, we should uh, investigate the area that had the strange signal. Um, if we could get more information, we can check out one of the, these possible power stations. Does this sound good to everyone? Sounds like a plan. Yeah. The plan's here. All right. Let's get suited up. And I feel like I should say this most importantly. We should never split off alone. If we need to split up, we'll go in pairs, but never alone. But we always split up in the movies. That's a good way to end up dead. Astro, how many times has someone point. died in those movies? Almost every time, come to think of it. <laughs> uh, let's, let's, let's go for a boring movie this time. You know, just like where no one dies. <laughs> okay. I didn't know you guys were going to be out there doing a rom-com. <laughs> She's right. Those aren't exactly the most entertaining, but they are the safest. <laughs> Wait, Torse, I can explain. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I, I, I just pinched the bridge of my nose. Like, let's let's go. Already. As I come back into the room with the data pad. Here, Torse, here's the information you were looking for. You guys about ready? Oh, thank you. And Rock, the straight man. <laughs> <laughs> Rock is definitely the straight man. <laughs> all right yeah yeah i think we're we're ready to go we got a plan in place all right well you guys uh head down to your kind of makeshift hangars uh in the uh lower cargo hold sections of the ship um you kind of you know run the program to have the side doors of the ship open up and you can make your way out from the spaceport into uh Flus delta proper uh just, where yeah go ahead yeah just cure just like sort of a logistical thing so we're setting up like these omni tools so is everyone gonna have an omni tool in their pilot gear then uh i was like hoping many... that i could store some like omni tool hooks that we can't use but just would like ping in like one of our mechs just like so we know where everyone is yeah no, you can no, specifically. That's... You can specifically take this because you like prepared it for a plan. This is not something like you would go okay. on a mission being like, I have five Omni hooks for no reason. Right. Like, <laughs> right. Like, yeah. Cause this isn't even like, I, I don't even care about the Omni hooks. We don't need a full yeah. Omni hook. We just need it to ping. Right. You just, you just basically need something that the ship can use to examine the area. So okay. yeah, yeah, that's, that's not a big deal. Cool. Okay. I just want to make sure. Nice. I'd say, like, um, each I'm, of I'm our mechs of may have, like, what, three or something? What? I don't know. 
I, I would, so my, my thought was like, they would be on these rods or something and each mech would just have like two or three rods each. That oh they yeah. Could yeah. Like, no, it's, it's totally like a long silver rod that has a tripod at the bottom. And then towards the top, it's like a, a cylinder with like a little red, uh, like a red or green light on the side of it. Mm-hmm. And then a little antenna coming off of that at the top. Okay. Okay. All right. So as, as we leave the ship, I'll radio uh, Torse and I'll say, um, Torse, you have like the surrounding ge- geographic data. Can you mark the closest fissure for us to go check out? Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, it looks like uh, there's one in an intersection not too far away. I'll put it on your map. Hey, All right, thank you. Before we go, do we have to check in with um, Anthocorp to tell them we're here or what? They know we're here as long as we check in with yeah, information I... like they want and get this operation up and running again. They'll pay us quite a bit. I have a feeling they'd just be annoyed with us if we bother them with no new information. Also, how do we contact the people we need to contact for that? I kind of assumed we'd just go back to the station and he'd be there, but did he give you some sort I'll look at uh, Astro. Did he give you some sort of way to contact him? Uh, this is Todd not remembering if he did or not. Um uh, in the same way that you can contact people, you can contact AO Station still. Um, okay. You might need to do it from your ship, though. Your your suits, your MCs are not outfitted with that kind of sure. uh, communication equipment. And he was staying on AO Station. Yeah, John he Smith wasn't. Was. Uh, John Smith was not leaving. He was going okay. to remain on AO Station. Uh well, I mean, he didn't really give you any other information. As far as you're aware, he's on AO Station. Yeah, okay, so I'll just say, yeah, as far as I'm aware, he's still, John Smith is still on AO Station. Uh, if we need to relay any information to him immediately, we could probably radio Torse and ask her to do it from the ship. You'll also remember that technically on the contract you signed, he is like the person who's listed as your employer, not Manticorp, because they didn't want to reveal who you were working for. So he's kind of your intermediary. Right. And he also said he would disavow you if anything went wrong. And as far as like most of Manticorp knows, you're not working for them. So keep that in mind. Like you're not on the books. You're not official. (laughs) So if we did try to call up like Manticore properly, they'd be like, who, who the hell are you? And what are you doing for us? Oh, Hey, you're that former movie, uh, movie actor, right? (laughs) Yeah. Cool. Hey, can I have your autograph? And why are you calling me? (laughs) Doesn't Taratella have you blackballed? (laughs) Blackballed? (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's a touchy subject. (laughs) All right, so <laughs> that baseball player really hates you, right? <laughs> okay. All right, so uh, let's uh, let's head to the fissure that um, Torse marked for us. Try to get set up. All right, so you guys start making your way through the city. It is a it's a big city, like uh, for for being. Um, like a planet that's barely settled. Um, this city is like capital city level city. Um, it is probably 
millions of people lived here. Um, there is enough like residence areas, manufacturing. This this place could probably have been fully self-sufficient, um, yeah. which is also why it is absolutely crazy that it is a hundred percent empty like there is not a person here as far as you're aware there's no sign of life here um you'll know from the atmosphere and the readings in your suit and just like the the amount of venting because you guys don't want to waste all your oxygen like because the atmosphere is breathable so like even just the little bit amount of atmosphere that comes through the filters into your suits it's this is a dry planet too um, like most of the planet outside of this city is scrubland. So it's all like practically like savanna and like barrens with like very few foliage um, going through the streets here. It's like very obviously dusty, um, like the streets after like people not doing upkeep or traveling on them. Um, you, as your mechs move along, you're leaving like mech sized footprints in, in basically sand and dust in the, in the streets. Um, so, uh, a few questions yeah. for like world building, I guess, questions is terraforming a thing. Terraforming is a thing. Is it a thing that any of you would have any experience with? Yeah, Highly no, unlikely. Um, no, no, I wouldn't um, have that. But like that's for, that's for rich people. <laughs> okay, but it's possible. So like, would a city like this have weather controls? Then would like it normally see rain and stuff, or would it like would it create its own environment and atmosphere? Or is it is it just like yeah, it's kind of dusty on this planet, but like we make do. Yeah, it's more like that. If the if the what you would know, especially um, uh, I would say Orion and Rock would know this best because they had to go from place to place a few times. If ever a settlement or a colony was built on a place that is that inhospitable to life, it would be built in like a little habitat, right? Like like when you build on a moon, you build it in like a big bubble, right? Yeah. Or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Like. The fact that this is open to the open air means that the environment, while not ideal, is dealable enough that, like, they don't need, like, an atmosphere enclosure to deal with this planet. Okay. Sorry, I was just curious. Yeah. Um, you would know that there are examples of terraforming, but it's one of those things that is, like, uh, government-level, like century long project kind of thing like it exists but it's not like the magical style of terraforming it's like the we slowly plant seeds on a planet and build out sector by sector by sector over like a hundred years to eventually turn it from one thing into another thing there are giant ships filled with water that like bring it in and drop it or something yeah there's like literally scaffolding that gets built above the planet that people live on that are working on the planet below them over generations right like before the planet is done being terraformed it's almost like there's a mini community planet there already just people living on the superstructure that's built around the planet while they're doing the terraforming that's that's interesting it's not cheap and it's not quick 
It's not cheap and not quick. Yes. Um, the only reasons you've ever seen it done is very um, like a planet that is like in exactly the place it needs to be kind of stuff. It's it's like only very Goldilocks planets are ever done this too right like it has to it has to meet a lot of criteria that are like oh it just happens to be in exactly the right place that we want a planet that can do this there but there isn't one but there is this other planet that's close enough that we can turn it into what we need it to right like um and plus there has to be someone rich enough and interested in enough that is willing to not see it happen within their lifetime but is still with willing to put up the money to make it happen right so there's a lot so that's why there's probably only maybe like three success stories in Cygna state history of that ever happening on a world scale okay that's not to say there aren't probably like four more ongoing projects that keep meeting delays yeah. Sense. I just imagine there's like apartment plans that like you see in like major populated areas. Like they say, like oh yeah, it's gonna get built, and it just kind of stays like um incomplete for like years. Yeah, imagine that. But like everyone is living on like a superstructure surrounding that planet, just looking at the planet not getting done year after <laughs> year after year. Yeah. Yep. Thought pen dot was bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but yeah, you guys make your way through the city, and yeah, um, like I said before, some of the buildings are damaged in in odd ways, um, like really odd ways. You're not sure how they were damaged. Hmm. Why don't we? Uh, why don't I? Um... When I see one of these buildings, I, I'll say, I want to take a closer look at this building. Um, and I'll, I'll move in uh, closer to just right outside the building and sort of examine the damage. What, what, what do I see? Like, what does it look like? You're going to have to give me some sort of pilot check to determine what do you yeah, have? I'll do uh, I'll do an investigate check. uh, uh uh, pilot trigger um, to see if I can figure out the source of the damage. Okay. Um, this is going to be made with difficulty. Sure. Let me add the difficulty and I'll roll it. Um, wait. That's I not difficulty. It, it didn't add the difficulty. So I'll, I'll just. So I rolled a 19, but let me roll a d6. Okay, I rolled a 3. All right. Well, that's still above a 10. Um, so. Uh, Comet, um, you actually funnily enough, it is your experience with cinema that helps <laughs> you here. Um, this was like made to be this way, like this damage was intentional. Like when you examine it, um, you can tell that. um there is something off about the way part of this building was destroyed. It almost looks like it was prepped for something. Um, I'll tell you right now, uh, you as you're investigating it, you get very lucky because what happens is you notice that it's like off, um, that it was like designed to be damaged in this way. 
and you stop getting closer. Okay. Um, because when you look more closely at the building and the damaged area around it, you start to realize how precariously balanced the rubble seems to be. It almost looks staged in a way to you. Um, As if, what, like, it's damaged for appearances. For, like, anyone coming by to, like, you know, well, or maybe. Let's say that if you took another few steps closer with your mech, the instability might blow out the final support holding this side of the building up, and the whole side of the building would have collapsed on you. Yeah, okay. Um, so once I realize that, I'll, I'll sort of relay that to the rest of the team, and I'll say, um, something, something's definitely off here. I, I feel like uh, what we're seeing here has been tampered with somehow, um, or, or placed. Uh, you mean deliberate? Yes. Um, if I had gotten any closer, I would have upset this whole structure and it would have come crashing down on me. Um, but this isn't, this doesn't look natural to me, the damage. It looks like it's been set up this way. Um, it's very similar to, uh, what, what the crew does on some of the more big budget movies I've worked on when they set up big set pieces. Um, you know, and they have uh, buildings coming down and all that sort of stuff. So either they, and I'm, I'm just putting it out there, either someone wanted this place to look like it was under attack, or two, they wanted something that could potentially be knocked over for whatever reason they'd wanted to have a building fall down. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't speculate any more than that, but something's off here, so just you know, be cautious, keep your distance, uh, stay away from these buildings. Let's just move on to uh, the closest fissure. You know, hypothetically, if we were in a battle, we could probably cause one of these to fall down on an enemy, right? That's if we get something. ambushed, yeah, it's a, not a bad idea to use our environment to our advantage. So, something to keep in mind. I guess that definitely means... Uh... We should not get out of our mechs and walk into these buildings. We may not come oh, no. out of them. <laughs> if we, we have, have to buildings. walk into them, that's probably the best way to do it. That's true. Yeah, and uh, it's not all the buildings that look damaged. Right. Um, it is a few here and there. Um, and uh, you notice that it's like uh, over there by that what part of the street over here on this little corner building and things like that as you're making your way towards this intersection. Um, you do note uh, you're getting closer and closer to the point on the map that Torse has uh, marked for all of you. Um, and uh, as she can see you all getting closer on the map uh, to, you know, the, the site, she goes. Okay, uh, it looks like you're getting to a series of fissures uh, that I was able to mark in that area. Uh, you're going to just have to put one of those in maybe two, maybe three fissures that are all at least a few meters away from each other so that I can all have them go off at once and we can get a better picture of what's down there. Okay, copy that. Sounds like a plan to me. You're the boss. 
Well, All right. I'm so yeah, you uh you guys head out towards the uh the intersection. Uh it is it is like a city's giant four-way intersection. The four of you kind of like stomp up in your mechs and you're coming from basically like the north towards the spaceport and heading south. Uh as you get to the intersection, you know, there's there's uh more road that heads further south from you that that branches off in other like four-way intersections and then there's like a long road that cuts through the intersection going uh east west uh that you're on right now you can see that uh to the south of you um there is a fissure uh before you get to the next four-way intersection uh in the intersection you guys are approaching right now uh there is a fissure uh and then a little bit to the east there is a fissure that seems to run into uh like the corner building that's on the southeast corner of the intersection okay um uh i'll so we all uh, are kind of equipped with our omni hooks that we want to place right uh, the, well these these beacons mech? these beacons that i've given you i'm going to say each of you has probably like three of them okay um well i'll i'll set up i'll set up one of mine in the fissure that's kind of going into the building uh that said what was that like southeast of us that's like um, to the on the east west street. You'd have to head east a little bit. Yeah. So southeast of you is like the corner building, and as you kind of like basically you you go south towards the intersection and you break off left to head over to that fissure. Okay, so I'll do that, but I'll I'll try to keep my distance from any any uh, precariously uh, damaged buildings as I do that. Okay. Um, and I'll and I'll say to the others that I'm going to place my beacon. In, in that fissure i'll head to the All one right. of the east uh that's the one comet just went to oh sorry i misunderstood then i'll head to the one straight ahead of us all right the one in the intersection or yeah. the one even further straight ahead to the to the south south um probably further straight ahead okay so you kind of like walk through the intersection and start heading south along the boulevard to hit the uh the furthest south fissure mm-hmm. i can do the intersection one all right, and then Chimera kind of pulls up to the intersection one that's right in front of y'all. Uh, what are you doing, uh, doing during all of this, Orion? While while they're doing that, I'm gonna keep a, a lookout for any potential movements or uh, collapsing buildings or whatever. And if anything happens, I'll make them aware. If they're placing okay. it, then I'm gonna be on watch. So you're kind of near where Chimera is because you need to kind of chill in the intersection a little bit so you can see down both roads, yeah. the one that Rock went down and the one that Comet went down. Yep. All right. So, yeah, what do you guys do to when you get up to the fissures? All right. Well, once I reach my fissure, I'll pick. Um, so it's, it's like kind of going through the road, right? And then into the corner building. Yeah, it goes right through the road through the sidewalk and into the corner building where it looks like the corner of that building is collapsing into the fissure. Oh I, yeah. I see what you mean. So um, I'll, I'll just pick a spot on the road itself uh, away from the building um, as to not like uh, create any more instability. Um, and, uh, and I'll place, well, first I'll go up to the fissure and can I just go up to the fissure? How wide is it? Um, not very uh probably like a person would fall into it but your mech can step over top of it 
Okay. So can I get like a like a visual just looking down, like maybe turn on one of my headlights or something and just see? Yeah, yeah. You turn on like a floodlight at the front of your mech uh, and kind of like peer down at the fissure. Um, you see it goes deep. It looks just like uh, it looks like um, kind of like some some dug up ground that's like shaken away from each other almost like an earthquake hit it or something like that but it's just odd because it's like not consistent not everywhere has these fissures but some places do okay all right well um yeah i'll just i'll just find like a place to kind of um attach a beacon like maybe to the inside wall of the fissure um uh and once that's set up i'll 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 let the others know my mine's set up all right, and the others? I think I'm not going to be inspecting the, um, the fissure as much when I'm setting up. I'm going to be mainly just thinking more about these buildings that are deliberately damaged. Like, are there any buildings that have already fallen, or are they all just, like, just have signs of damage on them? Uh, to your west, like far to the west, you can see a building that's completely collapsed, but a completely collapsed building is the rarity. Most buildings are fine. Some buildings are damaged, and there's only a couple that are collapsed. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, otherwise I'm just going to go set up set up my beacon and <laughs> give the um, A-OK. So you just kind of like go up to the center of the intersection beacon and start setting yours up. All right, and then rock. Uh, I'm going to put mine as far down in there as I can. Okay, so you head towards the south one along the road. Yours is across the road just before you get to the next intersection. Um, Yours is long and kind of like cuts across the whole street. It almost makes it so like you're walking up onto a lip and looking down on the next intersection, like your part of the road, like buckled up a little bit. Um. But you kind of like look down into it and yeah, you can start to lower the beacon into it. All right. Uh, Orion, you're kind of keeping track uh, in the center there. Uh, You all set up your beacons uh, and uh, yeah, Comet, you get your stuck to the inside wall. Chimera, uh, you kind of lower yours in there. Uh, Rock, how do you try to get yours as like low as possible? So it's about person size? Uh, In terms of like... In terms of like width, like if you were a jogger running through this city street, you it's like a big pothole, right? You could fall into it. Okay, the mech wouldn't fit in there. Then. Your your mech would step over it, right? Like your mech's toe could get stuck in there, but you couldn't stick your whole foot in there. Um, if there's any places I see that I can like set it in, I I will do that to like put it in as far down as I can. Um. Otherwise, I don't really have any way to like lower it down or anything, so I'll just put it right. the lowest yeah, you just I can find. Get as low as your mech can reach, yeah. Um, all right, you guys, uh, all three, uh, successfully set up the beacons inside the fissures. All right, uh, yeah, once I hear the okay from the other two, I'll say, all right, let's just meet, let's, I'll, I'll go back to the intersection where Orion is, uh, and then radio Torse. Um, and once we All do right, that, so, yeah, Comet heads back towards the intersection with Chimera and Orion. And what about you, Rock? Yeah, I mean, I will. I'm, I am just kind of like looking around a little bit. Is there anything reacting to us being here? Dust blowing. Are there um, any tumbleweeds? 
No. <laughs> no <Damn>. tumbleweeds. <laughs> um, Space tumbleweeds. <laughs> yeah, just kind of like dust blowing. Um, I mean, yeah, there's there's no movement. It's like pretty still. Mm. All right. Yeah, I'll head back to the others. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um. And once we're all back in the same place, I'll uh radio Torsay and I'll say, "Okay, Torsay, all our beacons are set up." Okay. Set up. Uh. Uh, well, let's see if this bears fruit. Uh, let's see what's underneath of you. Um, and, uh, you hear her typing away on her ends. She goes, okay, I'm going to start pinging them. Uh, and, uh, all of you can start to hear like the beacons that you set. Um, it's, it's actually easy to hear through your mech's sensors because they're all like all your beacons are within sensor range, uh, because they, they would actually ping off of you guys before they would even get the signal all the way back to the ship. Um, but yeah, like all of your, all your mechs detect the signals. And as this is happening, uh, you're all kind of closest to the fissure that Chimera placed hers in, uh, because it's the fissure that kind of goes across one side of the intersection you all are in. Um, and after the ping goes off, uh, you'll notice the fissure to your east, uh, the one that Comet set his in, um, starts to shake. Hmm. I'll, I'll uh, just uh, radio Torse and say, uh, Torse, one of the fissures... And in the middle of you saying that, <laughs> yeah. the building that it runs into starts to collapse. <laughs> Um, it collapses, uh, and, uh, after it collapses, uh, he'll just say, uh, is shape is, uh, unstable. Uh, just brought down a building. There, there's, uh, there's tunnels, uh, beneath you. Um, yeah, they don't, they don't open up to anything big, but, um, there's definitely, this is a weird pattern. Uh, as all of you there in your mechs, your mechs start to detect a noise, like a low humming noise. Um, and it's kind of displaying it to you. It's like, hey, what's that? Like all of your mechs are like, hey, what's this? Basically, like, take a look, take a look at this thing. Unidentified noise approaching, getting louder as from the collapsed building, uh, you start to hear it over your general sound systems as well. You just start to hear a cacophonous buzzing noise. Just. But echoing because there's a lot of those noises. And Uh, out of the collapsed building, three, four, five giant hornet sized creatures, each one of them bigger than a car kind of break through the asphalt and the sides of this building. And you just see rebar and stone like falling off of them and they don't care. They just burst through it. Like it's nothing. And these insects start to swarm your max. Uh, I think we found the varmin. I would rather take in the rats or the vermin. 
We found the garbage. It'll it'll give us a GPS home. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's see what you guys do about these terror flies uh, in the next session. We're going to go ahead and call our break for the night. Uh, And when we pick up after break, we'll run into combat. We'll see how you guys deal with this. That's what we needed. Space wasps. Space hornets, <laughs> evil bugs, space bees, 